Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and a good Monday to all. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you. For the next couple hours, talking the world of sports with you as we do each and every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. A lot's to get to, Trent. Uh, honestly, I don't know where to begin. Uh, you know, we're going to have those days coming up where, God, what do we, what do we want to lead with today? Uh, this is one of those days there's just so much on the plate um, that's, that it makes the decision, I guess, a little bit difficult. But you know what? Um, and here's the show, by the way. Mark Morehouse at 1220, Bama Bob 1235, roughly. Uh, Dylan Montz, uh, 120, and then Zuba Mahente at 140. I guess we have to start in Manhattan. Uh, the, the fallout from that, the, the entire final couple of minutes of that football game that, um, that appeared to be in, in, in the win column, for, certainly should have found its way into the win column for Iowa State for a variety of reasons. We could spend probably the next 20 minutes or so dissecting that final three minutes every single which way. Uh, it was... I don't know. The perfect storm's not the right way to to, to describe. So honestly, Trent, I'm at a lot. I'm I'm searching for a word to describe what we saw down the stretch in in Manhattan. Iowa State fans used fixed, rigged. That's not the case. It's not the case. Um, it was putrid officiating. But why? Why? Why did they pick up the flags? If there, if if you, if I'm going to lead down the path that there's something by that, then then that leads back to that rigged and fixed, and it's not. It's just simply not. But why, Trent? I've never seen that. But sure, pass off. Did the, and I I had the offense. I had Lazard pushing off, mm-hmm. right? No, no, no. I had the DB pushing off. Well, I, 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 you know, I could see that back and forth. There was no gray area there, no. Trent. That was P.I. to the nth degree. And they pick up the flag. And they pick up the flag. Didn't see anything there. You did. You threw the flag. Yes. How it's do you It's a judgment call. And your judgment was, I'm throwing a flag because I see pass interference. And how do you get talked out of what you thought that you saw? Not thought that you You were convinced that you saw. <laughs> therefore, reaching to your waist and throwing the flag in the first place. I understand the frustration for Iowa State fans. I, I do, too. Because there are so many it's of these It's not the first time. No. That they continue to have go against them. Mm-hmm. And you can just chalk it up to a series of bad luck. Or you can go down, put on your tinfoil hat, go down to the basement and say, well, there's a conspiracy against Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is there a conspiracy against Iowa State? And in that game in particular, what yeah. would lead anyone to believe that there was something to be gained from that outcome going K-State's way. That's what's very difficult about this. you got to figure out what the why is. And there isn't a realistic why. There's no why, Trent. There isn't. K-State was not 5-6. and If they were, I would buy it. I could could buy that. The human nature, maybe? Let's give Bill Snyder, 
people inside know that this is his last hurrah, you know, whatever it may be, I could buy that. There's no theory with that, though. Mm-mm. They're already bowl, bowl eligible. eligible. Are they moving up to get into a higher tier game? It's not how it works. No, it's not. It doesn't work out that way. Right. It doesn't make it all of a sudden they're going to be one of the group. Jump of ahead of Iowa right. State. That's not the way that it works anymore. No. It is completely different. There just isn't, there is not any Point way to spread. Connect. Right, yeah. It's Does not factor into it. Right. Iowa State covered. They did. Unless they had them on the money line, K-State. Yeah. Then you're, I think, right. making a pretty big stretch there. Right. To get to that level. I, there's so many things that you have to connect the dots, and you just can't. You and then, can't. and then, if you if you want to go down that road, you have to assume that those officials left their hotel. They all stay together, headed to the stadium, Bill Snyder Family Stadium, knowing that the outcome of the game had already been predetermined. Right. That's not the case. No, it doesn't work that way. However, I come back to my original point: How could these guys be so incompetent to? Look, the the Kyle Kemp slide thing, mm-hmm. I thought it was, I, I, by the letter of the law, okay, a foul. I thought the linebacker was trying to get out, get out of his way. He certainly never clocked him. Right. I mean, if he would, if he would have, um, you know, laid him out or really taken a shot, then of course it's a foul. It was one of those that I thought could go either way. When that was picked up, okay, I get it. I get it. The Lazard one. There's just simply no excuse there other than these guys are incompetent. And how did the guy let him be talked out of what he saw? He saw it. He threw the flag. Two other officials come. This isn't Reggie Smith, by the way. This isn't the white hat. Right. This is. The, in fact, you'll see most times the white hat removes himself from the conversation mm-hmm. amongst the other officials, whether it's two or three, and then he comes in and 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 learns. What the other officials have determined happened in their mind. But you can't pick up the flag there. You can't. Trent. Just, it's incompetent. Under no circumstances. It's not a ploy against Iowa State. It's incompetence. It is. And that's frustrating, too. That's frustrating. Yes, it where, should be. You know, basketball is one set. Basketball is the, by far the most difficult sport to officiate. I think so, too. I've, I've called. I've refed. I've, I've done pretty much every major sport. Mm-hmm. It's not close because basketball Play after play after play, it is. You can call a foul every time down. If you want to, you can call three seconds every time down. You mm-hmm. know, all these different little factors that are out there. Football is a, a lot more cut and dry. You have to be there. You have to be in the right spot. That can be difficult. But when you see a flag, you throw a flag on that, how are you talked out of it? It's incompetence. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have to come back to. And this has been a Big 12 problem for a while. You know, there's a reason that. Yeah, they have their own Twitter They handle. have their own Twitter right, account. Right, right. Because. And you go back. I mean, we're talking decade now. Back when TCU was in the Mountain West, and the way they got screwed against Oklahoma, and uh, was it the Oregon Oklahoma game? I that, don't recall. There, I mean, there's been we're talking ten, twelve years back. This has gone on and on and on. What can be done? I that, don't know. That's got to be the bigger question now. Is because this continually mm-hmm. is a problem for the big. Well, there's only one. There's only, there's only one answer to what can be done, and and I don't want them going to the hood every time. Yeah. I mean, we we see what can be done at home. We as viewers. Have a pretty good, and, and I'll take the fanaticism out of it. Um, but the, the only way I think when you have that is, and I don't want that. They're going down a whole different road here. If we if we bring the 
uh, replay into it, but but maybe we shouldn't call it like that. Was a game changing call. It was. I mean, Iowa State's eight and four. That eight and four is, is not does not get them one inch closer to the Camping World Bowl, which seems to be whatever where all the the majority of Cyclone fans want to go. They mm-hmm. want to go to Florida. I get that. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they're seven and five, not eight and four, that that's that's not eliminating you from consideration. In fact. Uh, I, I don't think you've dropped one notch in the pecking order as far as they... If they want you, they're going to be able to pick you. Right, yeah. When their turn comes up, if you're on the board, they're going to look at the options, and if they want you, they'll take you. And the options appear pretty cut and dry to us. And we were talking about this before. TCU, if they still get it, Oklahoma wins, they're in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. TCU at 10-3, and three, two of those losses to Oklahoma, you got to figure, still find their way into and the, the other? group of six. Iowa State. And then the other Iowa State. I mean, Just, think, think of that. What a year. They, what a year for them. They beat the two finalists for the yeah. Big 12 championship. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm glad I've thought of that. <laughs> I don't want to you know, get, wrap my arms around myself and give myself a big hug. But, you know, it just dawned me. The, the, this is kind of sh- overshadowing what was a phenomenal year for yeah. Iowa State football. Historic. Sure, 8-4 would have looked better than 7-5. and five. I understand mm-hmm. that with a chance to win your bowl game and tie what Rosenfeld's group did by winning nine games. But, it's, but, the, but the finish, the way that the final three minutes of the entire season, regular season played out for them is in some ways overshadowing the body of work that we witnessed, everybody witnessed this year, and, and very few saw it coming. Right. It was, how do you carve out six? Mm-hmm. That was the summer yes. conversation. How would you find a way to six? Well, didn't they better win all their non-cons yes. because they don't have a prayer if they don't. And you, you're, not, you're not beating Oklahoma on right. the road. Come on, that's too. Yeah. Every single time when yeah. you're going through, you skipped over that game. Mm-hmm. There wasn't one time where he said, well, yeah, you, I mean, that's probably. Gary Patterson leave TCU and I wasn't aware of it. You're not beating TCU. Plain and, and simple. And they beat them. They beat them. They beat them both. Yes. They beat them. At seven wins, and this is, it's a historic season. What was their blowout loss in the Big 12? What was the head-scratching loss in the Big 12? There was one. Is it Texas, the way Texas was kind I don't know. And, that, and that's, they think were in about, that game in the fourth that. quarter. Yeah. It, it was offensively just an awful performance, mm-hmm. but defensively, and that really, that's what changed that defense, I think. That game. Yeah. They kept well, them that, in that that and the quarterback left the program, too. Right, right. But defensively, before that, mm-hmm. there was a lot of question marks about that defense. And it was oh, sure was. Kind of about that summer conversation we had. Right. How do you basically rebuild a front seven? And one honestly, you can't do that. No. Well, it just took them four games, and then they did. Right. You're trying to tell me uh-huh. that this team has a, this defense has a chance. Need I remind you, their middle linebacker has played quarterback his entire career. Mm-hmm. How in the world is Joe Lanning going to play middle linebacker in the Big 12? He hasn't Not gonna happen. tackled okay. anybody since middle school. Right. I mean, think about some of the talkers as, you, as we go back into the build-up into the season. It's just a remarkable year. Look, you hate to see it end that way. Mm-hmm. The good news is, and Joe Lanning said it in his uh, press conference uh, following the game, that there's still one more game for them. You know, most years, you've got to go back a while where, you know, this is turning the, turn the equipment. The yeah. uh, season's over. Let that one stew over the entire winter months. Yes. And now there's one more game. Landing and Lazard get to play in a yeah. game and everybody yeah. else part of that program. But those right. two guys, the Central Iowa guys, you feel good for them. Oh, absolutely. And I thought Al Lazard was going to go his entire career and said as much. Yeah. This guy will never see a bowl game. And he is. And he is. It might be Orlando. might be Memphis. Right. Still could be San Antonio. And I think Houston's kind of alive a little bit, too. 
So for people that don't know the choice order for the Big 12, of course you have college football playoff. And, and they'll, they'll make their choices, right. After that, next. So are we assuming two get in? We're two assuming, get in. Okay, two get in. Let's say two get in. TCU and Oklahoma. The Alamo Bowl picks next. Mm-hmm. And, and who was there last year? Did you say Okie State Oklahoma was there last year? State was there last year. So they're out. You would think. No, they're out. Go they're back not going back. back. Yeah. So now the Alamo Bowl has to choose between Iowa State, 7-5, mm-hmm. K-State, mm-hmm. 7-5. And, and K-State, let me just look when K-State was there last. K-State was in the Alamo Bowl in 2014. And West Virginia is the other. And West Virginia's Bulls, last year they were in the camping world, so you can scratch them. They've never been to the Alamo Bowl. So that might be the one. It might be Iowa State or West Virginia. But, well, I mean, look, at West Virginia fans are traveling regardless, they right? They do they're, travel ridiculously well. Right, but they're going to have to travel ridiculously far yes, if yes. they don't get the camping world. Last yep. year that was called the, the Russell Athletic. That's where they were. And it's a lot more anymore also kind of configuring things that make sense. It's not the old system where, all right, this team finished third. They're going to the third going, no, third right. the third tier bowl. Or There's a lot it. more moving and shaking Absolutely. that happens with the Bulls, a lot more talking now with all these configurations with the Big 12 and with conferences in general, kind of finding a way that makes sense. And the SEC has done a great job of this, of finding matchups that work for them mm-hmm. to put their teams in a positive light. The Big Ten has historically been awful at that, not only because the Big Ten year after year has three teams now in, in the access bowls, as they're called, but just – Everybody gets moved down a rung, and it's like, well, too bad. You're the fifth-place team, but you got to take on the second-place team for the SEC. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. The, the Big Ten's been bad about that. The Big 12, this is an opportunity for them. All right, we can get Oklahoma State. We can get them to Florida. Not back-to-back bowls at the Alamo Bowl. Mm-hmm. We can move things around a little bit there. I, say, I still think there's a real possibility, and I wonder, the Alamo Bowl with the choice. Who do you take, West Virginia or Iowa State? I think you take Iowa State because it's still it's drivable, it Trent. Is. It's drivable. I made I the drive. It's not fun. No, it's, it won't be fun. None of them are going to be. Well, the only one that's going to be fun would be, not fun, but easier would Maybe. be uh, yeah Memphis yes. to the Liberty Bowl. But that was that was their last stop. Mm-hmm. You know, last time they were in a bowl, that's where they were. It's also five years ago. It's five years. I get that. I understand. And they traveled well to it last year. If you're the Liberty Bowl committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you would uh, roll out the red carpet if you could get an opportunity to get Iowa State back again. But on the other hand, it'd sure be nice to go somewhere else. And, and you know, I think if you could pull Cyclone Nation, uh, I think Florida. I think Florida. You know, because, look, at Hawkeye fans have, that, that's one they've always got in their quiver, right? The mm-hmm. Florida Bulls and yep. blah, blah, blah. And we know the Ricky Stanzi's played more bowl games. We know we know all the talking yes, points. Yes, yes. And the floor, never played in a bowl game in Florida is one of those talking points. And you could take that out of their ammunition when it's, you know, cold winter night and Cyhawk all of a sudden <laughs> pops up on a message board uh, or, or something. Um, I don't know. I, I, think if I, I think if they had their choice, Orlando would be one, maybe San Antonio two, Memphis three. I believe that it's going to be Oklahoma State and Orlando. Yeah. I think it'll be either West Virginia or Iowa State and the Alamo. And then or the, the then you're talking if they, about. If they do go West Virginia, then where do they go? Is it Houston? I, Is it Memphis? I think it's Memphis then. If I had to put a percentage on each. 40% Alamo. 30, 30 for Memphis and for Orlando. 
Okay, well, yeah. that's 100, so those the math works, Trent, just so you but, know. But, yeah, then i got to put something in there for Eustimble. That's still a possibility. I think it is. I think, it, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a possibility. I'd have to configure it a little bit more. Yeah, well, I'll put on my thinking. We, we, we shall see. All right, Mark Morehouse on the Hawks. We'll get into the Iowa win over Nebraska. It wasn't much of a football game. It really wasn't. Um, some Certainly some good things. How about no offense, Speed? I'm telling you. Well, I'm not telling you anything. Double-digit touchdowns Yeah, a true sophomore. I know. Pretty good. Pretty damn good is right. Um, Nathan Stanley, pretty damn good. Yes. I'm telling you, this kid's going to be, before it's all said and done, I'm, I'm, look, at, I'm not wishing his next two years away. Uh, far from that. Where, where's he going to end up uh, when his career is all said and done? We'll take a timeout. We'll be back. Mark Morehouse will be here. Bama Bob will talk college football. A- Iron Bowl? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Alabama are on the outside looking in right now, Trent Condon. I'm not so fast about that one. They'll find their way in. Yeah, you know what? It's it's um it makes my head hurt to try and play the there's 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 so many possibilities still out there this weekend, even though we've only got a handful of games. Mark Morehouse next. Bama Bob will round out the first hour of the program. Dylan Mont's on Iowa State. He jumps by at 120. Zubin Mahente at 140. It's the Ken Miller Show. If you know the word other than fixed or rigged. Um, tweet us. I, I, incompetence seems to be the um, uh, at least the leader in the clubhouse. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, noon to 2 on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Gentlemen, start your ovens. If you're a chef, a foodie, or a guy who likes to cook, we've got the perfect event for you. Guys Night Out, December 5th from 4 to 7 p.m. at Bolton and Hay. Come enjoy savory snacks and beer tastings while you check out the latest and greatest cooking supplies and accessories. Find the perfect kitchen equipment and utensils. Bolton and Hay, 2701 Delaware, Des Moines, and online at boltonhay.com. That's boltonhay.com. Don't miss Guys Night Out, December 5th from 4 to 7 p.m. We can really make you cook. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. Midwest Basement Systems got the fix. Call 289 1908 Draft House is the Metro's favorite sports bar. Dedicated to fans of Chicago baseball, University of Iowa, Iowa State, college basketball, and football. 1908 Draft House serves yummy food in a great sports atmosphere with tons of TVs. With locations in Johnston, Waukee, and Des Moines. And now opening their fourth Metro location in West Des Moines at 50th and EP True. Perfect for lunch, happy hour, dinner, or just to watch the game. Meet your friends at a 1908 near you today. 
Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses. Carl Chevrolet Collision, The Learning Post, and Carl sound. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you right up until 2 o'clock today. Still to come this hour, Bama Bob right now. He's Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. He had Saturday off, kick, put his feet up, watch a little college football, uh, and he joins us. Mark Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. Did you enjoy Saturday off? No, I hated it. It <laughs> yeah, was the worst. Watching all that college football, yeah. it really just sucked, and that was the worst thing that has ever happened. What did you watch? I'm what, kidding. No, I know you are. What uh, What game did you watch uh, most of? Was, was there one that piqued your interest more than the others? I watched... Um, Ohio State, Michigan, and that was an awesome game. It was, yeah. And I watched, uh, I watched a little bit of the Badgers and uh, Minnesota, as much as I could stand. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Auburn and Alabama, which was uh, absolutely fantastic and gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, spoken like most of college football fans around the country that are sick of <laughs> Alabama being in this thing. Um, so we've got ourselves, well, I win a second, but the Big Ten Championship, before we run out of time, it's Ohio State, it's Wisconsin. Mark, Ohio State's the favorite in this game. I, I, I'm not sure that the right team's favored. I mean, I look, I get Ohio State, I get the name brand, etc. It's about time maybe that 
that we come around on Wisconsin and realize that, you know, even even though uh, Hornibrook is a quarterback, that they've got other pieces. It's a pretty good team that's representing the Big Ten West. Yeah, but there's a mystique thing with Ohio State. And Ohio State against Wisconsin, Wisconsin is going to be fighting that mystique thing. And, and uh, you know, the, the good thing about it is uh, they'll play it out in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, Wisconsin has everything it can have. Every say it wants in this game, it has to go out and do it. Um, Ohio State, I wrote him off for the CFP after he came to Iowa City and got woodshedded, and uh, here they are. They're on the cusp again, and I think, you know, a big win in the Big Ten title game, and, and uh, suddenly Ohio State's thinking it's 2014 when, you know, JT Barrett's hurt and they're kind of messing around a quarterback. So, uh, interesting game. I, I like the Badgers in this. I think the Badgers are ferocious on defense, and I think that carries them. That's just that's my opinion. It, I think it could go either way, and I can't wait to watch it, man. Well, we go back to Iowa Black Friday, the win against Nebraska. My biggest takeaway walking away from that one was, God, Nebraska's awful. What was your takeaway, Mark? <laughs> I can't, uh, Trent, I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> that I think that was mostly that was more about ne- what Nebraska is or isn't right now than it is than it was about Iowa. I mean, Nebraska absolutely flatlined in that game. And watching uh, the Farron show last night, different cam- I, I love seeing some different camera angles and highlights. And uh, the Farron show on, on TV, the coaches show, they uh, they offer that. And just the blocking in that game was beautiful. And Nebraska has still has no concept of what it's doing. Uh, in the trenches, specifically on defense. I mean, it's uh, it's a mess. I mean, that's that's a mess. And I I don't know how it got that bad. I mean, you're looking at an Iowa team that had zero consistency running the ball this year, and it went crazy. Mm. Six six rushing touchdowns against Nebraska. Mm. Iowa hadn't done that in a game since 2001. <laughs> crazy. Uh, does it seem to you like uh, the dominoes are starting to fall in place for Nebraska to get Scott Frost? Yeah, it does. Um, so I thought Florida would be the big Me sort too. of. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought that would be the one that would maybe snatch uh, Scott Frost. But look at Florida recently. I mean, since uh, since the old ball coach, uh, you know, Urban Meyer brought uh, two national titles there, and he was fantastic. But you, you go beyond that, and Florida is, is Florida. It's a great job. It's a gr- It's it's oozes talent. I think there's a lot of pressure there, and, and it's it's a uh, it broke McIlwain, um, broke him very very quickly. I mean that 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 was a I thought that was a fit for ten years. Um, he's gone, and so now they have a new coach, Dan Mullen. I think he'll be the right guy. With Scott Frost, I think uh, the next sort of worry spot for Nebraska would be Florida State yes, if uh, yep. if Jim Jimbo Rose. if Jimbo Fisher leaves for Texas A and M. Will that happen? I don't know, but uh, uh, that'd be the one. I, I think that's probably a better job than Florida. I think there's less pressure there, and, and uh, Florida State just won a national title, so you can get there from there. Um, so I, I don't know. I think Nebraska probably ends up with Scott Frost, and uh, hey, then the pressure is really on for Nebraska, right? It is, yeah, and and the coaching carousel continues. It's absolutely crazy. By the way, Central Florida, South Florida was a phenomenal football game. I don't know if you I didn't see it. as much as I oh wanted my. to. Well, I yeah. just saw the finish. I saw the good part. Yeah. Unbelievable. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, no, no problem. Well, to the Hawkeyes we go. And uh, this squad, 7-5, and five, it feels at times disappointing. Then you remember Ohio State and Nebraska and the Iowa State win and on and on and on. Inconsistent. Did this set the basis for this team to make a leap, though, say over the next year or two? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you look at uh, freshman offensive tackles, uh, Leonard Jackson get as many snaps as uh, the quarterback. I think that's money in the bank for this team. Uh, you look at all the freshmen who played on defense Saturday. That's money in the bank, Matt too. Hankins. And then the girls, they, yeah, I thought he played really well. I, did too. Uh, I don't know what I don't I don't know why it took so long to get what? to him, uh, but but here he is, and you know he's a chance to lock down or at least stabilize that other corner spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know look at the safeties who came in, uh, uh, three freshmen and the defense of three true freshmen in the defensive huddle in the second half when AJ Epineza was in there. Um, and then you look at the you know the freshmen who've grown in the passing game. Amir Smith Marset um, shakes off a really kind of not great four weeks or so, mm-hmm. five weeks maybe, and uh, comes with the, really the I thought the kick return that uh, tilted the game toward Iowa. I mean Iowa took off from there. So uh, yeah, I think money in the bank. I think uh, it's a reasonable expectation for Iowa fans, and I'm putting this out there. Reasonable expectation for this team to be in the Big Ten championship game in the next two years and win one. I think that that uh, you look at what Nate Stanley brings, you look at the youth of the offensive line and how that should grow. Uh, you look at uh, the, the rotation of the defensive line, and, and most of those guys are, you know, they're losing Nathan Budgeta, but most of those guys are underclassmen. They, are, they will miss maybe the best defensive player they've had in Josie Jewell. It's uh, him and Bob Sanders in my mind for the for the uh, during mm-hmm. the, the Kirk Ferentz era. But, uh, yeah, I think money in the bank for this team. I think uh, they, I think Iowa fans should have very high expectations in the next two years for this team. Mm. No fan, Hawkinson, uh, both of those guys, uh, t- terrific yep. players, both uh, coming off terrific years. The, the speed that fans showed when he caught that pass, Mark, I thought it was going to be picked to begin with, but it wound up in his hands and, uh, uh, and off he went. So how would you... You know, if somebody asks you, and I'm sure that you'll do this, and there's still one game that you have to be played, but but the regular, the, the first 12 that you've seen, how would you kind of summarize that, Mark? You know, uh, hmm, good question. A lot of, uh, in my mind, a lot of moving parts for this offense, and so the offense, it was incomplete. I think that's probably the grade you give it. Defense was probably an A, and so that pro- that, uh, that that brings the grade into like a B mode. I think this is one of those seasons that Hawkeye fans will probably enjoy uh, more if they, well, one, if they win the bowl game. Mm-hmm. Winning the bowl game is, it has to happen this year. I mean, five five years without without a bowl victory, uh, you want to get past that. You want to get to the post or to the off season with something positive. So, win that, you're eight and five. And in my mind, I think the, as time goes by, I think Iowa fan, and, and if Iowa progresses the way I think it will. And to uh, you know, a Big Ten contender, a West Division uh, uh, champion, then I think people will look back at the season as time goes by and think, you know, that wasn't a bad season. That, that was a pretty good season. And uh, right now, I think you, you look at some of the, the problems that have popped up consistently: the offensive line being young, um, not catching punts, which was a bad, bad deal. Uh, I think a lot of those, I think people well on those right now. Punting, that's another one I would throw out there. But, you know, you look at the competition Iowa faced this year. What is it, nine bowl teams yeah, on, on the schedule? That's mm-hmm. impressive. Uh, I think people, as time passes, are going to look at uh, 2017 and go, you know what, that's at the table. That was not a bad year. Mm. Where are they going bo- bowling, Mark? We'll end, we'll end it on this. Bowl destination is what? Does it seem like to you it's either Nashville or NYC? Yeah, I think uh, Nash- uh, the, the Music City Bowl or uh, the Pinstripe Bowl, Probably one of those two. I think Iowa, right now, at least the way Barta made it sound, there is a chance for the Holiday Bowl. The Holiday Bowl likes Iowa. Iowa is not in that tier. Uh, but there are some placement 
you know, the Big Ten has put a premium on how many times a fan base goes to a place. Uh, so that still could pull Iowa into the Holiday Bowl. I, I, right now, I don't see it. I think uh, Iowa wants knows that its fans want to go to the Music City Bowl. I think Iowa has, wants to have that bowl, but uh, New York could come in and take them. I think, but I do think the Music City Bowl has first pick in the second tier, which means you know I could see that. Uh, you know, if Michigan's there for them, I could see the Music City Bowl taking them. We will uh, talk to you uh, next Monday, Mark. We'll know by that time, and we'll get our first look at it. Thank you, Mark Morehouse. Have a great week. You bet. Take care, you guys. Thank you. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, joining us as we uh, recap Iowa and Nebraska. We'll recap college football. Crazy weekend, coaching-wise, results-wise. How about the Chip Kelly to UCLA? Home run. That's a good one. That's a really good one, Trent. Shiano. That's a weird one. That's a weird one. Yeah, we'll get Bama's thoughts on that one. Yeah. The lynch mob gets going. Hey, they won. They they absolutely won. Uh, now, what does that do for Curry, the AD? It's, you know, is, is it going? Is are they going to be looking for an AD, and that's going to delay yeah. the head coaching gig? Uh, anyways, we'll come back with Bama Bob on college football. Dylan Monson on Iowa State at one twenty. Zubin Mahente checks in from ESPN. Boy, they got a stinker tonight. Ooh. Houston and Baltimore. Thank God the Jets in the Wild play at seven o'clock. I mean, I'll, I'll watch the game, some of the football, but wow, what a putrid Monday night game. Big Ten ACC Challenge starts tonight. That's what I'll be hopping in on. Okay, yeah. not awful. And then Syracuse, tomorrow Maryland. Yeah, then tomorrow at 8 o'clock, right, for the Hawks. And we finally get TV, Trent. Yes. We don't have to pay for anything? No, no, you don't have to stream it. Don't have to watch it on your iPad. You can watch it on a real television. How about that? It only took them till well, not quite December, but close. We'll take a timeout. Bama Bob is next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. A Netflix limited series. Where are the men at? Yeah. In a town full of ladies, it's bright fruit for the wicked. There's some bloody business up north with Frank Griffin. When he finds out who was living here, God help you folks. Mister, we're a lot stronger than you think we are. Starring Jack O'Connell, Michelle Dockery, and Jeff Daniels. This here's a godless country. Godless. Welcome to no man's land. Only on Netflix. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. But for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues, dental care is simply unaffordable. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. Visit willyouseeone.org to help change one life in your community today. Hurry to Macy's Black Friday for incredible furniture and mattress supervise. Get a certificated plush queen mattress for just $136. Our Astra Sofa, $499. The Avondale Queen Bed, $399. Plus free white glove delivery and setup on any mattress purchase of $787 or more. Shop in store at Macy's.com or call 1-800-BUY-MACY. Savings off regular and sale prices, exclusions apply. 
on Netflix limited series. Where are all the men at? Dead. In a town full of ladies, it's ripe fruit for the wicked. There's some bloody business up north with Frank Griffin. When he finds out who else is living here, God help you folks. Mister, we're a lot stronger than you think we are. Starring Jack O'Connell, Michelle Dockery, and Jeff Daniels. This here's godless country. Godless. Welcome to No Man's Land. Only on Netflix. The holidays are around the corner, a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Manda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. You found your home for real sports talk. For real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back to the show. Trent Todd and myself here with you until 2 o'clock. Trent, it's Cyber Monday. Our friends at heartlandflags.com. What can you tell us about uh, what they've got going on? Yeah, right now, 10% all your orders. Of course, heartlandflags.com. Never have to pay for shipping when you go online. And today, an extra 10% off. Just use the code HFP Cyber Heartland Flag Bowls. HFP Cyber, 10% off and no shipping costs. HeartlandFlags.com. And we're grateful for their support every Wednesday when they make it possible at uh, 1220 Wednesday for us to speak with our buddy in Chicago, David Kaplan. Well, our buddy in Alabama is Bama Bob. He joins us. Three times. This will be the last three uh, three appearance week for our old buddy Bama. As we'll get the uh, there's one more coaches. I mean one more uh, college football playoff ranking show on Tuesday. But look, they're going to determine on the field Saturday as they did this past week. Lots to get to. Coaching moves that did happen, that didn't happen, that may happen. Bama, how are you, my friend? <laughs> a little, 
a little hectic down here. Uh, well, you know, outside of the Iron Bowl, there's not much news. But, uh, man, just silly season, it sounds like, in uh, the coaching carousel. No, Don, let's start the positive one first of all. And for me, that's Chip Kelly to UCLA. I mean, I absolutely yep. love that hire, Bama. I, you know, Florida would have been okay uh, but he's a Pac-12 guy, and I'm glad he's going back to the Pac-12. And look, at UCLA to me is one of those schools that the college football is better when they're relevant, and they haven't been. And I guess is the number one thing he's got to do first and foremost is can, can you persuade Josh Rosen to stay another year? I'm not sure he can. But Chip Kelly to UCLA, Bama, and then we'll move on. Yeah, that's a good move, Ken. I agree. Um, seems like the best fit for all involved. Uh, he he was really in on Florida, although, uh, or I guess Florida was in on him, I believe, uh, along with Scott Frost, uh, until, you know, Kelly kind of wanted a waiting out period, and I think that was basically once more got fired, which was which was not unexpected, and, you know, wanted to see if that job became available. I think he kind of knew that if it did, that he would get a call and probably an offer, and that he'd rather be there than Gainesville, and it's probably best for both parties. Uh, I don't know if Dan Mullen is the best, uh, you know, number three that you could possibly have. He certainly appears to be a safe hire. He knows that he knows familiar with the program, familiar with the conference, can point to the development of a couple of good quarterbacks at Mississippi State and Dak Prescott and Nick Fitzgerald, who, by the way, really feel so bad. Oh, for wasn't that, that awful? Oh, was terrible uh, because he is he's the real deal. Yep. Um, and it feels terrible for him, but it happens, but um, yeah, you know, Florida, it, it, Florida at least got their got a guy, and you know, one of their top three. A lot of others in the SEC right now are still hunting. Uh, you know, Ole Miss just decided, I think, to stay with Matt Luke, and I think that's more an acknowledgement that they weren't going to get anybody relevant. A with all the openings, and B the with the possible sanctions yeah. coming down, they were not going to get anybody of relevance to take that job. So why overpay for it? Get a guy. Get a guy who's been there, uh, you know, who will see him through it. Uh, they know they're going to struggle. Uh, he probably knows it. It's his dream job. So uh, it may turn into a nightmare, but he's got it. So I think that was good. A&M's open. They're going to apparently go hard after Jimbo Fisher. A lot of noise around the fact that he might take that job, might be interested in leaving Tallahassee, which would open up another premium job. Um, you know, just, just crazy. Nebraska looks like they're on frost. Uh, he's going to have a decision whether he wants to go there or stay at UCF. Uh, Arizona State, weirdest thing I've ever seen. And apparently they're going hard after someone who would make some sense. Uh, Kevin Sumlin, by the way, leaves with $10.5 bucks in his pocket after in the mm-hmm. next 60 days, and that is not reduced by any job he gets, um, which is amazing to me. But, you know, the, the, the AD out there. For an amateur played, sport, Bama, think about that anyway. We'll save that crazy. for another day. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the AD at Arizona State has basically said they don't want to report. The new guy is going to have to live with the current coordinator. It makes no sense. Uh, not how that works generally. No. Uh, if you want a guy like someone, I'm pretty sure he's going to want to bring his guys in. And then the other thing, one of the criteria, I mean, this guy just sounds like a dope because one of the criteria was, now you explain to me, Ken, what this means was, um, what is it, fan affinity, basically, um, you know, or something like that. And I'm just like, what? what is that? But, uh, you know, good luck to them. But it's just crazy right now. Uh, it's silly season, a lot of openings, a lot still to be filled. And really, to me, the interesting, the most interesting one out there now 
uh, is going to be can A&M lure Jimbo Fisher away from Florida State? Because if that happens, that's another big job that's going to open up, and then you're going to hear a lot of big names uh, shuffling around for that one. Take us to the lunacy that is the Tennessee coaching hire. Shiano on his way there. Looked like everything was signed, sealed, and delivered. Then the lynch mob on Twitter gets started, including the uh, goober Clay Travis. And, well, here we are. Is this bad for college sports the way this unfolded? I think it's bad for Tennessee. I don't think it's bad for college sports. Um, You know, listen, you mentioned goober and Clay Travis, and those two words just really do go together. I mean, this this was basically a lynch mob, the, the, a, a faction of Tennessee. And I don't even say it was the mob. It's a faction of Tennessee fans that did not want Shiano. They're, you know, they're in the dreamland of John Gruden, uh, who is never going to come. Uh, you know, some other high-profile candidates that they were never going to get, underwhelmed by Shiano, and now they're just trying to link some link a story, uh, link him to something that can't be proven, has never been mentioned during his time at Penn State, save for one quote by uh, McQuarrie in in his, you know, in in his, I don't know, deposition or whatever it was. He's never been deposed. He was not in the free report. Nothing ever came of anything like this. He's been an NFL head coach since he left. He's been a a defensive coordinator at a Power 5 school since he left. Uh, Dennis Dodd had the breaking news that both those teams vetted him. I mean, really, Dennis, that's <laughs> riveting. Um, you know, but it, it 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 just goes to show the power that the fans have. And, you know, the winner out of this, ironically, guys, might be Iowa Urban, State. Or uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah, Urban Meyer, you know, gets to keep his defensive coordinator. Uh, and I don't think there's any way in hell Matt Campbell's going to go to Tennessee. I don't know who they're going to get now because regardless, uh, you know, somebody will take the job. Because they're going to offer them three and a half, four million to do it, but who's it going to be? And it just goes to show the absolute dysfunction in the administration, first of all, and the lunacy that is that fan base. And you know what coach is going to want to leave some sort of a stable situation? You know, be it a mid-level Power Five guy like Campbell, uh, you know. Uh, uh, Group of five guy like Frost, not that he was ever going to be a candidate, but uh, you know, an up and comer, you know, type coach. Uh, you know, like, yeah, yeah, Bill Clark, you know, you know, Bill Clark, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you know, from at, at FSU, uh, I'm sorry, at Purdue. I mean, who, who in the world is going to want to take that job now, given all that's going on and basically the character assassination they've done on Shiano? So, listen, they're, they're going to, a lot of times, a bad coaching hire can set you back three or four years. Uh, and in this case, I think a bad coaching search, which is probably going to end up costing the athletic director his job, I believe, at some point, mm-hmm. uh, could set them back even further. And, and it's just it's absolute lunacy. It's madness. And, you know, people who overreacted to the Penn State story initially, um, you know, in terms of, oh, they should get the death penalty and, you know, all that kind of thing, uh, they're overreacting to this as well now, and it's just it just goes to show the state that we're in in college athletics. Mm, Bama Bob is our guest. Bama, let's go to the Iron Bowl and, and the uh, ramifications, I guess, as far as the college football playoff. Now, uh, the, there's, there's only one poll that matters. Uh, Alabama in the other polls, the AP that has come out and the coaches that has come out, both dropped to, to five in both of those polls. But to, tomorrow's poll is the is the needle mover. Um, Find me a path to Alabama because, look, at 
I, I want I I want him in. I do. I, I like <laughs> watching him play. However, I'm in the minority. I mean, outside of the borders of the state of Alabama, and of course that's divided as well. Um, that there are people that most people are glad that Alabama looks as though that run of college football playoff is going to end at least for this year. I mean, it's going to happen. It, it's going to happen at some point. What ha- what has to happen for them to hear their name uh, next Sunday that they are the – I don't think they'll ever get any higher than the four seed, but how do they right. get in and at whose expense, Bama? Can you chart a course for Alabama to be one of the four schools? I think there's two two things that have to happen, Ken. Uh, I think – well, maybe three. I think, first of all, uh, I think Georgia has to win the SEC championship. I don't think anybody – if Auburn wins, I don't think they're going to put Alabama and Auburn in the playoff. Uh, the game wasn't – as compelling as it should have been. Uh, Auburn had a lot to do with that. Alabama made so many uncharacteristic, you know, mental mistakes in that game mm-hmm. uh, that, that we're not used to. But uh, I, so I think Georgia needs to win that so you could get an Alabama-Georgia, if you will. Um, it, after that, Wisconsin has to lose. If they beat Ohio State, they're going in because, you know, even you want to call it a one-game season, call it whatever you want for Wisconsin. Their, their schedule is so bad. Uh, they're not getting left out uh, as an undefeated Power Five. Uh, I think also, I think Clemson and Miami are going to cancel one another. I think TCU needs to win the Big 12 without, would actually help because then you would have Alabama – you you would then have, I think, an SEC champion, an ACC champion, and then roll the die. You know, take your pick of you know a two-loss Ohio State, a two-loss TCU, and a one-loss Alabama who didn't win their division. Um, and then you start comparing resumes. You know, everybody's tired of Alabama. I get it. Uh, they didn't take care of their business on the field like they should have. Had they done that, had they gotten to the championship game and lost, Ken, I think there's a much easier path. For them to get in, uh, losing this game I think makes it that much tougher. Uh, I think it's going to be fun if Ohio State does win. You're you're going to see Urban Meyer now making the exact 180 argument from last year. Yeah, he made last year. Uh, you know when he was whining about how much his team deserved to be in there after not winning their division, and yeah, it really looked like it with that what 37 to nothing shutout or whatever it was at Clemson. They definitely deserved to be there. He's going to flip that this year 180. Uh, and it's just going to be fun to watch and, you know, pull up the quotes and all that type of thing. But uh, I think Ohio State has to win. I think uh, Georgia has to win. And it would really help if TCU beat Oklahoma. Those three things happen. Then I think you're down to two teams or three teams for two spots. And then it gets really, you know, it, then you start comparing resumes. The thing I'll say about Ohio State, and I can't argue them in or out. I really can't. But their two losses, Ken, are by 56 points. And that, to me, is is a stat that kind of opens your eyes. Um, I also think Clemson deserves to be there if they get in. But they're getting a lot of capital for losing to a 4-18 and on the road because their quarterback got hurt mm-hmm. during the game. But, um, you know, listen, it, this is a year, if you ever wanted eight, uh, this would be the year to have it. We're not going to get it. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Central Florida, should they get a shot if we do get the chaos? They no. won't. We know they no. won't. But should they? They're pretty. Good I don't boys. think so. I mean, that that conference is is just not weak and is, is not strong enough, in my opinion. They're a good team. They're, mm-hmm. They might be a very good team, and I think they might be able to pick off somebody in the top ten. I don't think they are good enough to win two games in a playoff. 
situation. But, you know, that's just me. Uh, I think they might be able to beat Wisconsin. They give Wisconsin hell. I think they could give, uh, you know, uh, they'd probably love to get a shot at Miami. I mean, an in-state school that big, you know, they don't they don't get to play the big boys in Florida. I'm sure they'd love that shot. But, um, no, I don't think so. I think, you know, the irony of this could be they could wind up playing Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, you know, because if Alabama doesn't get in, uh, they could wind up going to the Sugar Bowl, uh, especially if Auburn loses a three-loss Auburn and one-loss Alabama. Sugar Bowl might look at uh, Alabama over them. Uh, and then, you know, UCF, uh, the Power Five, um, you know, is going to get one of those New Year's Six Bowls. Remarkable turnaround for UCF, Bama, no doubt about that. Great stuff, Bama, Bob. We will talk to you on uh... – on Wednesday, does it seem to you like it's? I mean, what, is, is Oklahoma going to be number one tomorrow night at six o'clock? Does it seem like uh, that the Sooners will jump up and take that one spot? Yeah, I think it will because you know, listen, Ken, they overcame a lot of adversity. You know, having to play with a two plays without Baker Mayfield, so you have to give them credit <laughs> for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be Oklahoma, Clemson, Auburn, and you know, I probably Wisconsin. I mean, you got at some point you got to give them credit for going you know, for, for running their regular season uh, undefeated. But, you know, listen, their season's all coming down to one game yep. uh, against Ohio State, so it really doesn't matter. Uh, you know, Miami, Alabama kind of sitting on the outside looking in. Again, Miami doesn't matter. They'd be cleansing their end. Yep. Um, don't think it really matters how far Alabama falls because two or three things got to happen for them to get in. Bama, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you. All right, look forward to it, guys. Yep, so do we, Bama Bob, uh, recapping college football with Trent and I. Will you be okay if Alabama's not in the in the college football playoff? Yeah, I'll I be mean, fine okay, with it. I mean, not waiting. Yeah, yeah. I, New I, blood's I do, not a bad thing, right? I do want to see Ohio State win and see it come down to that final spot, Alabama-Ohio State. I, just just because of what? Just because of the talking points? Yes, right. I, I think it would be so entertaining. No, it would. There's no question about that. I'm pulling for Wisconsin. I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, I will. I am too. Well, yeah. I remember who had him going 12-0. Yeah, I mean, would you give a guy a little well, credit when they kill you? Nah. <laughs> you had a few others. That yeah, I had a few right from Cincinnati Bengals. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, kind of cancels it out, does it not? <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll take some phone calls when we come back for the 1 o'clock hour. If you want to chime in, uh, you're welcome to do so. Uh, what's the number? 264-1700. If you want to do that, we're about five minutes away from coming back on the air. If you want to, if you've got to take on college football or the weekend, uh, NFL, whatever floats your boat and you want to get on the air, you're welcome to do so. Uh, Dylan Mons is here at 120 more in Iowa State. Zuba Mahente at 140. The Ken Miller Show is on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. 
We're a roofing machine. Here's a list of reasons why AT&T prepaid is the perfect holiday gift, according to Marshall and Viv. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. And when you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. I said that. Happy holidays? AT&T prepaid has no annual contracts. It's going on my holiday list for sure. And AT&T's reliable network. The AT&T network. There's no hidden fees. No credit checks. No compromises. No strings attached. AT&T prepaid has plans for people who like great deals. Plans for people who love gift giving. Flexibility. Reliability. All the abilities. AT&T prepaid is for people in places where it snows a lot, like Syracuse. And plans for people in places where it snows not a lot, like Miami. I love snow. That makes one of us. The list is long. Really long. This holiday season, switch to AT&T prepaid to get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. And all the advantages of AT&T's reliable network with no compromises. In stores or at att.com slash prepaid. Limited time offer available at participating AT&T stores. Requires new line of service, $45-$65 plan and auto pay. Reliable network claim for third-party sources, fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Everyone loves barbecue, especially award-winning barbecue. That's why Cute Smokehouse, the winners of TLC's Barbecue Pitmasters Season 2, opened up a place right here in town. Cute Smokehouse has daily specials. Made from scratch sides, desserts, and of course, excellent barbecue. Cute Smokehouse has got you covered whether you want eat-in, takeout, or catering for your upcoming party or special event. Open 11 to 8 Monday through Saturday and closed on Sunday. Find them at 245 East Hickman in Waukee, across from Dairy Queen, and online at cutesmokehouse.com. That's K-U-E-D smokehouse.com. Get here early, because when it's gone, it's gone. And make sure you get in on the Cued Smokehouse sweet deal. This Friday morning at 9, you'll be able to get $50 worth of Cued Smokehouse certificates for only $25. Yeah, you heard right. Get $50 worth of Cued Smokehouse certificates for only $25. This sweet deal is sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Hi, you love? Yes, Medicare is such a maze. United Healthcare can help. Is that why you're driving this bulldozer? Hop in. Choosing a plan doesn't have to be complicated. United Healthcare has the people, tools, and plans to get you through it, including the only Medicare plans with the AARP name. That was easy. Need to find a Medicare plan? Get help now at uhcmedicare.com. AARP Medicare plans from United Healthcare. United Healthcare pays royalty fees to AARP. AARP is not an insurer. This is Charles Osgood. If you reminisce about the good old days when tax compliance was merely absurdly complex, it's time. Yes, it's time for Avalara's powerful tax automation technology. Avalara simplifies sales tax with real-time tax rate calculations and automatic return filing. Avalara's software already integrates with your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems, so it couldn't be easier. Find out more at avalara.com. That's A V 